Dear listener, help me welcome your host to the podium of leadership, Dr. Victor Odor. Welcome to the podium of leadership. Today is another great day that I have one of the most powerful Aquabomite lawyers in the United States, and I'm very, very, very honored to have him. One of the best lawyers that this state has produced in the United States. Counsel, I consider it a privilege for you to be on the podium of leadership. Let's give it up Thank again you. to him. I am so honored and privileged to have my brother, good friend, Barrister Urwagobom on the podium of leadership. Barrister, welcome. Please, tell Aquarumite anything you want to tell them. First of all, I just want to thank you for the opportunity to be here. Uh, uh, one of the things uh, that, you know, I don't, I don't like the publicity, <laughs> really. But uh, I thought it was a wonderful thing to be here, you know, today. It's one of the things that, uh, it's one of the things that I believe uh, that we need to do in our state. Uh, we, we are from a, a wonderful country. Uh, there's no question about it. I'm probably one of the people that would never say anything bad about Nigeria. Never. I can complain about the roads. I can complain about other things in Nigeria, but I can tell you, I am one of those who still believe that Nigeria is one of the best countries in the world. And I thank the audience, actually, because I see a lot of young people. Uh, and young people are really the bane of this country. The problem is that sometimes young people are neglected. The country does not know the potential that we have in young people. Because without you guys, the country cannot run, truly. It cannot run because if you want anything moved or uh, repositioned, you need those who are young to do it. See, the older folks are supposed to give wisdom, and the young folks are supposed to be the one that actually move the country. Now, one of the areas I, I think um, I'm glad that, you know, your host, Dr. Oda, gives me this opportunity to just go into areas that I think may be important. And one of the areas that I think is very important is the neglect of agriculture. And I can walk you through the things that we have in this country that can benefit this country. When I say benefit this country, can provide jobs for the young people. Because some of the problems we have is that, you know, there's a saying that an idle mind is the devil's workshop. So if you have a, long, a lot of young people with energy, and we call them, this is the X generation, you know, they pretty much can get on the computer and blow it up. If you allow them to walk around with nothing to do, believe me, they will find something to do. Mm. And what they're going to find to do, you're not going to like it. But the problem is that our young people in Akwaibom, young people in Nigeria, are lacking behind because they do not have the privilege or the resources to move themselves forward. I have met many a young person who has graduated five years, four years, you name it, and they have no job. How can you have a gift and you never get a chance to exercise? If you graduated from school and you're a medical doctor and you never get a chance to actually go into a theater and operate on somebody, how do you get to develop that gift? And I think we need to focus on our young people if we're going anywhere in Aquaibum. And we have many of them. I find it highly difficult to find somebody with a master's degree, you know, driving on a cadet. That's unheard of. 
Whereas when you go to other countries, we want to catch up with the with 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 the uh, with the uh, uh, West. How can somebody get out of school and doesn't have a job for three four years? Come on now. If I went into the hospital and I heard the doctors coming to see me has not had an opportunity to practice for three years, I really don't want that doctor to operate on me. I mean, come on. Because he's, he's, I mean, it's like you getting into a plane and the pilot says, well, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to tell you before we take off, since I got out of aviation school, I haven't had a chance to fly any plane. This is the first plane I'm going to fly after 10 years. I know some of you will try to find the exit out of the plane. <laughs> I would do the same thing. I'll be the first to run to the door and try to get out. But that's the problem we have in the state. And so that brings me to Agribis. God has blessed this country so much from cocoa to cassava to palm oil. We can name it on and on and on and on. The problem is that in a state that has all these things, we do not have one industry that can even process palm oil. Come on. We import palm oil out of this country. Have you, I mean, it's mind-boggling. It's insane that God has given you this, that then you have to import it from another country I don't even think that some of you here, some of these young people here, you know that we import toothpick. May the good Lord save us. Because if you're importing toothpick, I can go into the next bush and cut toothpick for myself. Why do we have to import it? Why should I have to use toothpick from China when I have a bush right next to my house? I can just go there and make toothpick out of the trees I see. But even if we were going to, if we're going to really use toothpick, why not build an industry here that produces toothpick? Do we need wood? And interestingly, do you know the amount of money that can be made from palm oil and palm kennel oil is more than what we make from crude oil? Over. And in our quiet for state, for, for, for instance, how many palm trees can you count? The ones that we plant and the ones that God planted for us. You go to a lot of bushes, you see that the palm trees there were there. Over the years, nobody planted it. God gave it to us. And thank God, we have Malaysia and Indonesia who came to borrow palm kennel from us. And now they're the world number one and number two producers of palm oil. Hello, somebody. How do we get to this place? How do we get to have hundreds of thousands of young people with no jobs when we had a factory called, an industry called Pan Mill Industries? And I remember growing up that there were more than a thousand workers working there. And the supporting industries, when I talk about supporting industries, I'm talking about like the mamaput that come to feed the people who work at the factories. That created Another thousand jobs. What happened to it? No, seriously, what happened to it? Have you ever considered asking that question? What happened or what has happened to our cocoa industry? And 
we used to be part of Cross River State, is that correct? And my understanding from the dictionary, what, when you say Cross River, that means that you have to cross a couple of rivers. Is that correct? And my understanding, Dr. Odo, is that in rivers there are fishes. Is that right? And that's natural. You don't even have to put you know, fingerlings in there to make fish. Then what happened? Why are we importing fish from China? Does it mean that the fish we have in our waters is polluted? Oh, what's, what's going on? The young people will have to start to ask these questions. Because you don't expect the West to ask the questions for you. You are here. We are here. And we need to ask ourselves these questions. How did we get here? What do we need to do to energize the state to go into production. See, interestingly, in, in, in America, you don't go into politics to be rich. You can count the number of millionaires in, in, who are in Congress. Very few of them. If you want to be rich, you go into industry. Well, you know, Bill Gates is not a politician. Neither was Donald Trump. Donald Trump has never held an office in his life. This is the first office he's ever held. So if you want to be rich, you go into starting industries. And one of the problems that I see in this country, I can be corrected if I'm wrong, is that it takes almost going to unearn your grandmother who had been dead for a long time to register a company. Why should you have to go to Abuja to register a company? When I can sit in my office in Washington, D.C. and register a company from my computer. How do you expect somebody from Akwaibum to travel to Abuja to register a company? Why is that necessary? The state should be given the power to register companies. So if you want to start your little company on the side of the road, you can register it, get your documents, and move forward. And I think the other problem is Access to credit. Have you ever tried the bank to get money to start a business? <laughs> you know it is almost like uh, going to the moon. Then if, if, if Bill Gates wanted to borrow money from a Nigerian bank to start Microsoft, he will never succeed. Never. If Steve Jobs of Apple. You know, I know you guys all love the Apple phones and all of it. Isn't that wonderful? It's a beautiful thing. But if you wanted to start Apple by going to a Nigerian bank to get a loan, I think we would see that Apple maybe when we go to heaven because it would not happen here. But they started in their garages. And look at what they've done. We have to get to a point uh, and, and I'm going to go back to agro business because it's very important. The reason I want to get back to agro business is because we have the land, we have the climate, and we have the market. Anything you plant in this state, you don't even need to export it. It will be finished in the state. But we have too many people waiting on government. And we miss the privilege to be a blessing to ourselves and our quiet
Wow, Barrister. That has been a very uh, deep reflection. And I want you guys in the studio to, to, to react to it, interact and ask questions. But let me, let me just say a few things that your governor is doing quite a lot. Okay. In terms of uh, Koku, there is a big opening in the axis. And there's a big, uh, um, and you, don't know, you know, guys don't have to agree. You can testify or deny and let's have conversation because this is for you. We are on our way out. You guys are on the way in. And that's why he, I, I actually brought him here to help us reflect, think. So we have this big cocoa uh, improved seedling. I believe the goal of the state is to move from, I think we are number four in cocoa production now to move to number one. And we, government will not do it. Who is going to do it? It's you. On palm, palm tree is right. And he, he, he's an authority because his dad was <laughs> in the business. You know, it's a shame that people come from Indonesia and Malaysia to borrow the kennel and now they're selling the palm oil to us. You know, on the maize, recently government just brought in a new improve from Monsanto, I believe, and they're giving it to people. And if you don't have maize, Go to the Ministry of Agri. There's the goal in the state to be self-sufficient in food production in the shortest possible time. But it cannot be done except through you guys. So I thought I should just give him, he came from America, little perspective of the little things that are doing. But these are little things. What big things are you guys going to do? I want you to interact when we come back from the short break. I want you to interact with Barrister, with Council who has been there and understand what is going on there. And he probably also tell you that uh, about 2% of the population there are the one feeding America and the whole world almost. I remember when we were growing up during Biafra War, food that we had was from America. Very small percent. I don't know how many of you here will sit here today and say tomorrow, I'm going to be a big cocoa producer. I'm going to be a big palm oil producer. I'm going to be a big maize producer. And these things you don't really need to go somewhere your backyard is ready for maize production and other kinds of production <laughs> in the studio today we have a very powerful i believe acquibomite that resides in the u.s practice law in the u.s understand the political economy of the united states and i'm sure he wants to come back here he asks himself why what is he still doing in america home is ready for you to come back bring all the money there you have the young people here that are open and he has not even he's too uh, humble to talk about himself the things he's already done he has so many orphans that he comes here every year i think even every month to send them money so it's not just a talk someone that is staying in america and talking but he's actually doing it the other day i went to his house to visit him this young lady come out that's older than his oldest son and say that is not here say, where did you get this one and he has more more than 20 of them that is actually help you know and read these people are, that do not have children say where did you get it he said the dad the mom is not there and i took care of them if every america every nigerian every acquibumai that is in america can do that can invest in the life of people like that i bet you acquibumai I don't know whatever question you have let me sit down and let you guys interact with your brother that has come in here to interact with you yes who wants to ask the first question this young man here I'll be very happy to have you here with us and for from all you said we got me thinking like as a younger Kwaibomite okay, I have the intentions of having owning a, a farm like you said maize is, uh, is, is a product that you can 
in you can use it to produce a whole lot of things. Now I want to own a maize farm. I need seedlings that could in three months time they are matured and grown. Now my challenges are how do I assess lands? What are the provisions that on ground as a young person especially to get lands and any funds, structures on ground like I get to meet it's not easy assessing land, especially as a young person. Where, where are you from? I'm from Akwaibo. I know now. Where, okay. Which local government? Okay, we do one local government. Grand local government? Yes. Right yes, here? Yes. And you do, there's no land in your village? Which village are you from? I'm from Ikotak. Have you, been, have you spoken to your village yet? No, no. So who do you want to give you land? You want him to bring land from America to give you? <laughs> <laughs> so you, that's where to start. Okay. you got to start with your village go to your community and and look for land and i'm sure there are other young people that you can form a cooperative with you can ask him to give you money you can ask him to give you an improved variety but land he's not going to bring land from america now to give you you've got to be the one to go to your village negotiate with your people and get the land he just told you he drove all the way from phone to you there's so much land so go talk to your village head get the land once you get the land then maybe you can ask him for other help that he, he can give you but he's not going to give you land now is it? He's going to bring land from America to give you? No. No, sir. Okay. So, it's all right. and if you are looking for, if you have land and you are looking for improved variety Seeds. of mess, mm. you go to Ministry of Land. They're giving out. The governor went and spent money and brought improved variety of mess. And they're available. So, first thing is you have to get the land. Nobody's going to give you land except you go to your village and talk and convince them. What do you study in school? Microbiology. Microbiology. It's related to farming also. Biology is. Zoology, I mean, uh, botany in, uh, in biology. Let's give it up to him, but let's ask him what he can do, not what you can do. Okay. Thank you very much, sir. It's a nice moment being here and having you here with us. I, based on this farming, I wanted to talk about equipment because I'm a type that I love, I really love going to farm with my mom, though. But when you get to farm, the equipment that is there, it's not really encouraging. What up? Right? Seriously, <laughs> before you know it, you just go back and having back egg. And Which is why I used to, to run away to go and hide in the river. <laughs> and then another thing is that after farming, there is all this, um, what do we call it, this herdsmen. And before you know it, the animals will destroy all the crops. I think it's high time. Maybe a law should be set up. Maybe to control all these herdsmen that are always there coming in to destroy crops with their animals. Thank you. But you, you are into something that I believe is something we can, we can put in front of him. How do we get equipment? Okay. Uh, you know, are, there, are there some equipment? Are there people in America that can donate equipment for us to use in farming? I think that's a very good question for him. Th that's a wonderful question. And uh, the young man that was asking a question before that, uh, just to piggyback on what he was asking, because I, I believe that um, uh, I actually had to address the issue of land before the UN. That's good. Uh, so land uh, in Niger, the way the land is set up, my understanding, is that, as Dr. Oda said, if you go to your village and tell them, actually, there's, there's a, a village I went to and told them I was interested in doing mechanized farming, and they were ready to give me 310 plus. So, you know, be glad if you can hire people, you know, we'll be glad to give you the land. So I think if you are, uh, uh, you know, if you, if you put some, some other people together, because I think if you go by yourself, they will ask you, where are you going to get the money and all that. But if you organize and you go, I'm pretty sure they will listen to what you really want to do. And maybe they can, they can help you. But when it comes to equipment, thank you for that question. Because uh, 
I'm just going to appoint uh, counsel to our group. Is a group is a big uh, organization that is under the United Nations. So, so we'll be here. We'll, I think we'll be in uh, we'll be in Delta State. But as I told, uh, I've shared this with a few people. I said, you know, I'm from Aquaibum State. We're going to have to start from Aquaibum State. That's, that's the whole reason of, of, of even accepting to take the position. I have enough in my head already, and I, have, I don't like taking uh, positions that uh, uh, it's just going to make it more difficult for me to be able to function. Because as Dr. Oda said, um, I'm, I'm a minister. I'm the uh, Director of International Ministry in my church, and I get to travel a lot out of the country, so it's very taxing. That's your church in America, not the church in the U.S. Yes, uh, it's very, very taxing on me. And uh, and then to add, uh, you know, representing some of the uh, political folks in Nigeria, so it is really very, very taxing. But I accepted this position. As a matter of fact, last month I spoke at the UN about this. The reason I accepted it because I think it is going to help people especially the women. Uh, the women that we went to see today, I believe my assistant is sitting in the back of the studio, uh, the people that we went to see today, uh, 160 women, they're all widows. And I told uh, the cameraman, I said, take a picture of the bicycles they were riding. Mm -hmm. Because the bicycles, um, if you know, they used to make a joke that, you know, you drive a motor car. And I was telling the, the, uh, the photographer, I said, all is left in this bicycle is just a motor. There's no car. <laughs> because everything is stripped away. But these people have nothing. They really have nothing. So what agribusiness is going to do, this is wonderful. They're going to train women and young people, both men and women, in the business of agriculture. They bring seedlings, high-yield seedlings. This is going to be in this country this year, as I'm speaking. And, and also, uh, they're also going to provide equipment. Because you're not going to be able to train. And then you, you know, there's going to be training both here in, the, in, in uh, uh, Aquaibo. And there's also going to be training in the U.S. Because some of the equipment that you have to train on will not be easily transported here for you to train on them. There's some caterpillars, there's some uh, other equipments that, uh, you know, some of the equipments you see now, here uh, actually up, out, uh, you know, outdated. But the equipments now, like the irrigation machines, you can press a button and set it up, and it will go through your farm in the morning at 7 o'clock. At 3 o'clock, it goes, it does, it doesn't have to be there, and then at 7 o'clock, it does it again. Those are the kind of equipments that you have to train on to know how to use it. And also combines, harvesters, those kind of equipments that we don't have in Aquaibum now, you're going to train on those things. So the first training is going to be here in Aquaibum, and then the second training is going to be in the U.S. So, to be honest, once they train them on those equipment that we have, would they be willing to give us the equipment after they train people? The, the, uh, under the uh, under our group is, the equipment will be given to farms that are designated okay. as, you know, I would want to say show farms, because we're going to have farms where other people can come and see the kind of uh, crops that are being grown there and how well the crops are doing. Because we want to actually get like these um, 160 women that we have, we know they can plant. We know they can harvest. 
we know that these people can actually make good use of their time. The problem, as you said, is that they do not have the equipment. Mm -hmm. And the kind of farming we've done in this country over the years is the farming of Udo, which by the time you finish a hectare, <laughs> as you said, you're waste. <laughs> He's gone. So, so that is the kind of thing that we're going to bring. We just want an atmosphere, the state to provide an atmosphere, and I'm sure the governor is going to do it. The governor is an excellent uh, to bring this thing. Council, how can, how can people listening to us on the radio or watching on TV or even in the studio key into this? Well, uh, the website is AgroBiz. It's agro, A-G-R-O-B-I-Z um, dot, dot com or dot org. They have, they are on both. And uh, if you go into AgroBiz, you'll probably see my name, but my name is going to be listed as board, member of the board of the council. But it will also have my email. It also has the email of the uh, director, who is uh, 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 T. Thompson. And um, she's an American, but she's been working with women in, I think she's worked with women in Zamfara State and Taraba State and a couple of states, and also in Kenya and other, and other countries. And, uh, but uh, the chairman happens to be from Aquaibum. Even though I know he's not going to like when I say this, he's from Aquaibum, but I don't think He's been in an aquarium. I don't think he knows aquarium for years. Let you me need put to it bring him back home. We, yeah, he comes from, but I don't think um, I don't think he comes from as often as I come. So, uh, but he he has the same the same focus that I have because I believe so that. How you many know, of you hear what you just said? www what? Agrobiz. Dot what? Dot com. Okay, yes. so if you want to know any more information on how to key in, you gotta you gotta browse that. Most of you have browsable. Uh, cell phone and laptops and uh, and so on. So browse www.agrobiz.com. And, and if you if if you have any issues getting through, you can actually email my office, and my office is only simple: is ubom u b o m law group at gmail at yahoo at hotmail. All of them will get to us. dot com. And that will be directed to our group. Council, this is on the radio and this is on our TV. So you're going to get some, <laughs> some email. Okay. No, we, ha we, have, we, we can handle it. Because okay. I, I, the, reason I'm, the reason I'm giving you those emails is because this is, this is very close to my heart. As I said, you know, uh, we cannot just keep going like this without something being done. And when you have somebody in office like uh, Governor uh, Emmanuel, who was a banker, I know he understands you know, economics and other things. I believe in my heart that he can get the job done. Okay, more, more question. Let's take one from this side and then one from this side. You first and then you second. Thank you very much, sir. It's um, really a great privilege sitting under your tutelage to talk to, to listen to you. Actually, you've said so many things why people like to patronize overseas goods and that could boil down to branding. You point and now have a soap that is well nutritious here. Somebody will look at it as a poisonous substance and will prefer to go and buy sugar because of the package. So at that point, how do we solve the problem of branding as a youth trying to come with an enterprise? 
you are you can you be more specific do you have a specific yeah i i when i came back from service i did so many things i was into super production i did ching ching production and when you take it to school ching ching yeah but do you, you have enough that <laughs> i don't because of the cumbersome process of getting enough that number it's not easy even i try to open up a foundation try to register it was another thing entirely so i got fed up and have to go into something else so how do we solve the problem of branding I believe that's Thank one of the most excellent questions. And let me tell you, a lot of the foods that we eat in the U.S. that is from Africa actually has Ghanaian label. It will say, um, let me just throw in something out there. It will say Mburu from Nigeria, but packaged in Ghana. And like, what is that? That is one of the things that agribusiness really excites me about. Because agribusiness is going to train you on how to package your goods to be sold overseas. You know, snails, for, for example. If you go to buy snails, I, there's no question. I think maybe I could figure out just looking at the snail that this, is, this snail is from Aquaibum. <laughs> if not a back if, if not a back for that matter. <laughs> or, or from Calabalas, you know. But, but the snail is labeled out of Ghana. Come on now. Ghana doesn't have that much forest to have that much snails. And, but see, another thing that we, we have an advantage on, and I can tell you, since I, since I got here, I've eaten over probably over 200 mangoes, if not more. Do you know why I eat so much? Because when I get back to the U.S., I know most of the mangoes I eat there has some in, it's been spread with insecticide. It had fertilizers put in there. And a lot of things that is not good for the body. So when I come home, I know that this is natural yeah. mango. So I eat so much. So when I go back, I don't have to eat mango for the rest of the year. <laughs> so what we have here, Dr. Odo, you probably, you probably uh, know this. Do you know the rice? The rice that we call what? Rice and ten. Bakariki. The one that you have to take the, 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 the stones out. Do you know that rice? A 25, a small bag of that rice is probably 10 or 20 times Uncle Ben's rice. But that's rice we don't even eat here. We don't like it. But in the U.S., it's, it's only sold in health food stores where you're supposed to buy all natural things. You get my... So we have an advantage. I always think if you package something from Aquaboom and say, all natural, God made from Aquaboom, believe me, you will kill the market. Because people want to eat good food. Yeah. You know, how can you get a mango and you finish eating the mango? It doesn't smell, smell like mango. Or you eat banana. It doesn't smell, smell like banana because the fertilizer in it is overwhelming. Yeah. But when you eat there's no way you eat a banana here. Your hands will smell banana. It's just, you know, because it's natural. So that's the advantage we have in this country. But we're not taking, a, we're not taking a, 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 a advantage of that privilege to sell what we have that is very natural. So if you're doing ching ching and you're making it from local sources, believe me, uh, you know, I think a couple of years ago I had the opportunity of working with, uh, with the governor of, of Crusher State. And he was interested in uh, chips, making chips out of plantains and bananas, which they have a whole lot in, 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 in the northern part of the state. 
believe me, if it actually got in the market, the health food stores, if you buy a bag of chips that is made from fertilized plantains, it'll be probably a dollar ninety cents, I would think. But if you buy the natural one, it'll probably be ten dollars. So you can see how much money you can make from just a bag of chips when it is natural. And that's the advantage that we have that we're not taking hold of. And I think for young people, this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for you to jump on these things. I know it's difficult, but I know if what I hear about Governor Emmanuel is true, I think that this is the kind of things he, he's going to support. And he needs to support it. Because the more people in Akwaibum that are well-to-do, then he doesn't have to worry about get, get creating jobs with if you can create jobs and take a lot of young people off the street, that is to the advantage of the government. That's to the advantage of the governor. As a matter of fact, he can even brag about it. Look at my state. You know, we're doing very well. So, so, so Council, if the young man has um, Ching Ching that he's producing, mm -hmm. would agro business be able to help him uh, accelerate and facilitate his NAVDAC or... Can agribusiness help us to be able to package things directly from Nigeria to U.S. instead of going through Ghana and all of that? that that's correct. As a matter of fact, I don't know how NAVDAC works. And um, I'm just going to be truthful with you. Normally, anything that I do in Nigeria, I registered a company in Nigeria. I have a young brother, uh, Bastow Wanubum, who's also a lawyer. He's also a pastor. He's a pastor of uh, Mountain of Fire and Miracles. So... Um, I'm a pastor and also an attorney. So we kind of uh, spare off on these things. And he's the one who actually teaches me the requirements of uh, law in Nigeria because it's so different. Uh, everything we do in the States is simple. And that's the system. The system is created to make life easy for the citizens so you can get things done quickly. But the system here seems to, uh, my understanding is that you have to go to Abuja, you have to have inspectors come, back and forth, those kind of things. Those are the kind of things we do not have. Because the system is supposed to create more jobs by private individuals for the population. And I think, I, I mean, I don't think this is something that the state really has much to do. But I think the federal government of this country, they need to simplify. If NAFDA is going to come and check what you're doing, fine. But if the price NAFDAQ is supposed to charge is 10,000 naira. There should not be anything more than 10,000 naira. But understanding the system we live in, by the time you, they'll probably ask you to give them money to buy petrol to drive from Abuja here. Or fly. That should not happen. That's why the federal government, they have to cede power, some power to the states. So the states can empower their own citizens to get things done. How many of you are, are familiar with the vice president doing business easy program and effort? I think, you know, no, none of you is. You guys have to also be a little bit alert on what is happening at the national level. There's a big, as a matter of fact, your, your brother is the, the minister of uh, national planning and uh, budget. They just come up with a new uh, four-year program, you know on how to enhance business and make businesses easy, make it easy for people to do business. You need to understand those things. You need to familiarize yourself with what is going on so you can leverage, so that when you, people like this come in, you can ask specific questions that would help you. 
because we don't just want these questions to be theoretical we want you to walk out of this studio to go and do something you when you go back i want you to, when you come back here i want to say i've met with my my uh, village yet. they've offered me three hundred thousand plots of land now where can i get a good variety of maize to plant that's the kind of thing we want to hear you that talk about branding i have done my research i think i can package banana from my village and cut it into chips i need some help to get navdac this is where i've gone far. we want things to be practical so that when people like this come in they can help you take the next step take what you are doing to the next step we want you to be successful like i told you we are on our way out We've been there where you are, and me, I was there with him. I came back home. There's nothing I have here. I don't have money, but I have some few ideas, which is why we created the Podium of Leadership, to bring people like this. We might not have money, but we can change your thinking. We can make a paradigm shift for you. We can, we can help you to think at things differently. And with your mind, you can create a lot. What you have in your mind is more than what anybody can bring for you from Asia, from Europe, from America. But we're just here to, to stimulate you to think differently and do something for yourself. And wherever we can help, we will help. Let's give it up for the barrister for all this. <laughs> we're going to take a brief break. And then when we come back from the break, we're going to have people ask more questions. Barrister, we really appreciate the, 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 the eye-opening reflection that you are giving to us. And I hope those of you listening to us on the radio or watching us on the TV, you learn something. And you are going to do something. Whether you are a young man or you are our age or even older you learn something to do something different if you have passed your own age help the younger people in your generation in your village in your community to do something that will help them i grow business nobody live in the air we all have land let's plant whatever is available whether it is cocoa you might not have enough land maize everybody can plant maize cassava everybody can plant cassava let's do something reach out to this website he has given his own email address. Not so many people want to do that. Contact him so that they can help you. Who has a question to, for Barrister? Let's start with you. You've been raising your hand for a while now. Thank you, Doctor. I appreciate that you've already been an Aquabomite in Nigeria before you become an American. You've already understood the situation of our Nigerian banking system. We are some of us, like the young entrepreneurs who are aspiring to go into business, so that the future will be amazing for us and the generation upcoming. I want to understand whether AgroBase has a platform where some of us who doesn't have land to live as collateral for Nigerian banks can assess funds to continue and go into business, which business ideas are already on papers, and we don't have funds to go into it. Is there anything like funds available in AgroBase which we can assess with viable business ideas and go into it and make it work? Another question is, boss, you have been abroad and you've seen some of the situation that makes things simple for entrepreneurs. Which and how many of that could you recommend to Nigerian government to make, for instance, business registration simple, NAFTA processes simple, that in the very short while you can sit in your office, as we said, and register a business, or sit in your office and get them come in and assess your little factory and, and you go into production. And as I speak to you, recently we, went, we were planning to go into um, plantain chips, which sometimes, and even um, cocoa, I mean, um, to, um, potato chips, which some of us, for instance, like Lemeridian Ibum, like as big as they are, we always import chips abroad. 
So, you see the preservative, we went into a man that could give us preservative. Since then, we gave him the sample to go and give us the feedback. He has gone to the thin air. So, sir, can we, can we be assisted from, from, from Los Angeles or wherever you, 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 are, <laughs> you are helping us from? Thank you very much. I, 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 I want to thank you. The gentleman has been very patient. As a matter of fact, he said he had his hand out for quite some time. And, uh, you know, uh, as the Lord Jesus told... Uh, Nathaniel said, you know, uh, a real Israel Israelite. This is a real Nigerian. I'm even a little embarrassed that he has his Nigerian sticker, and I, I should have had one. As far as uh, doing something with the government to change the way policy is done, that is something that I personally believe it is the young people that have to do something about it. Because, you see, the Nigerian government is so settled with the way they do things. So when you want to change things, it's very difficult. Unless the person who's trying to change things is in the right position at the right time to change it. I can write 10 pages of dissertation and send to them, and they, nobody may read it. You understand what I mean? So to make that change, and I tell, I, I, I shared this with my barber the other day. I said, how come young people now do not get together and go to government and demand things? I remember when I was going to secondary school. We called it demonstration, but most of it was very peaceful. But we'll go and sit out at the principal's office until he comes up and say, what do you people want? And we'll tell them. And it was affected most of the time. But I think young people now kind of just status quo. They just don't bother themselves. When they try, they don't succeed. They just give up. So I think the Aquibomites, we need to do more. We have an assembly. Has the young people, for example, university students, ever take a bill to them and say, we would like to see this change? That's what we do in the U.S. And we, we pressurize and we write to them until they do something. But here, I don't know, have you known of any bill that has been passed by the House this year? What about last year? Two years ago. You have to be involved in the government. Because if you, if you push the local legislature in the state and say, this is what we need done, I think at some point somebody has to do something. But the problem is that I don't think, I think the, the young people are so disconnected from the assembly. And I think, you know, I, I hope they don't think I'm, I'm, I'm kind of jesting at them. But I think assembly members need to be very personal with their constituents. I tell people all the time, my senator, where I live, actually walked to my house with flyers to tell me, is there anything that we, you need in the community? And say, this is the number. If you find a pothole in your community, please call my office. Because, because see, because, because see, Senators and members of the House, they do not have bodyguards. No. They drive their own cars. I remember a few years ago, uh, Dr. Oda, uh, we had uh, uh, somebody, I'm not going to mention names, from Aquibum wanted to see the governor of Delaware. I still remember it. And we drove to the governor's office. Made an appointment, drove there, and we saw the governor. But that's what I'm saying. Government has to be closer to the people. 
But the people have to be closer to the government. The people have to make the government to be closer to them. So as far as the branding, I think you, were talk, you asked me about branding or how to get your funds. Okay. Funds, that's one thing that I grow business is going to be very useful to those who have things to do. Because funding, as a matter of fact, the World Bank and ADB have already indicated that they'll be interested in funding. So, if there's anything I want you guys to take away from him, is what he told you about what we did when we were in secondary school. Because if, if your if you're senator, your house member, and I know some of them are doing what is called uh, constituency briefing, if they're going to be that responsible coming to ask you, you have to demand. And if you cannot do it by yourself, form organizations. So that's the message the barrister, council, pastor is telling you. You have to ask your representative, your leaders, what you expect from them. And hopefully next time he's in Nigeria, we'll have him back here to come and join hands and make a quiet Adakada. Thank you very much, Barista, for being here. And thank you all for being on the program of leadership. God bless you. God bless Aquarium. God bless Nigeria. And God bless every one of us. It's all about oh, the better black.